Welcome to season two of What's Bugging Us, where we have opinionated and insightful conversations about the life and culture topics that are taking up space in our minds, or bugging us, if you will. We're here to keep you company while you drive, fold laundry, or whatever else you got going on in your busy, busy life. Happy Tuesday, or whatever day you're tuning in on, because here at What's Bugging Us, we are your digital friends, which means you can rain check on us as much as you'd like and tune in at any time that works best for you. If you're new here, hi, I'm Nikki. And I'm Jeremy. And without further ado, here's the episode. Welcome to the show. How are you doing this week, Jer? Good enough. (laughs) That's like the realest answer ever. Like, good enough. Getting by. Hanging in there. (laughs) Yeah, like status quo. Oh, actually, that's a Seinfeld reference, right? I think, yeah, I think it's from Seinfeld. Yeah, I think so. Someone like asks, how are you? And he's just like, like, good eh, enough. It's doing the trick. (laughs) We have been on a huge Seinfeld kick lately. I feel like since they dropped it on Netflix, we've been having a lot of fun revisiting it. Yeah. It's nice to be able to like sit down and watch it chronologically instead of just like one episode in a hotel room and a random episode on demand and another random episode on an airplane, you know? Yeah. I feel like that's the only way that our generation really has been exposed to it because it's like these old shows before they get picked up by a streaming service if you don't have like the literal boxed dvd set (laughs) like how would you watch these old shows you know yeah Ooh, i just got such a good idea (laughs) i know that your birthday's not till february but i feel like seinfeld early 90s would be a really fun theme for a party yeah i don't mean y2k like that's been very done i'm talking like (laughs) early 90s like Seinfeld fashion like we would wear all those like knitted sweaters and shit well Y2K is a bit is too late for Seinfeld but that's what I'm saying not Y2K because that that I've seen so many Y2K parties I'm over it but early 90s that seems fun yeah and it's not that far off from the cultural nostalgia for the 90s going on right now like it's it's not that far off like everyone's obsessed with the 90s anyways so I feel like a 90s party would be would be fun there's something fun about it yeah and especially like if it's like a Seinfeld specific theme, I could get Junior Mints and Juji Fruits and it could be like I could go far with this theme. Mm-hmm. Do they still sell Juji Fruits? I don't Is that think like so. an old that you we, can't buy? We anymore? had Juji Fruit no, packets. No, it's totally still a mainstream candy. Really? Yeah. I remember we had period Juji Fruit packets made for the 90s show that I did. Um, I think that may have been a waste of money because I'm looking at these online right now and everyone sells them and they're totally mainstream and they look the same. Let it's the see. same packaging from the early 90s? I think so. I don't think so. No, it really looks the same to me. My untrained eye. <laughs> anyway, I would probably model my outfit for the party off of Elaine just because she's like the female lead. But if we're being honest, I am George Costanza. Why? Because you're short? Short, balding, neurotic. (laughs) You're not balding. (laughs) No, I really am balding. Here's the thing. I really put my hair through a lot. I've been dyeing it blonde for many years. And I heat style it and everything. I really just don't treat it right. Maybe, should I go brunette? I think you should shave your head. Don't tempt me. I've come really close a couple of times. 
Well, if you're going to go as George Costanza, I feel like you just need to go all out. I feel like I walked into the kitchen and asked you the other day. I literally walked into the kitchen. I said, Jared, would you be mad at me if I shaved my head? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I said, would you still love me if yeah, I... Yeah, you said, yeah, you said, would you still love me if I shaved my head? And you said yes. And I said, but would you be mad at me? And you said yes. Yeah, of course I'd still love you. I'd be very upset. All right, well. <laughs> so you're going as George or you're going as Elaine? I don't know. Undecided. I have till February. To Those think are very different it. outfits, I feel like. Yeah, but I know exactly what I would wear for either. So that's the sign that it's it's a good theme. Oh my God, Jerry, you have to tell. What? What? You have such a joie de vivre. But that's what keeps people engaged is the, oh my God, Jer. Speaking of Seinfeld, you have to tell our listener about the cabana shirt thing. I think we were watching the episode where George sells all of his dad's like resort wear. Cabana clothes or cabana shirts or something like that. Yeah. And then literally the next day, I'm scrolling on Instagram and I get a sponsored ad from a resort wear cabana shirt. <laughs> literally like a cabana shirt company targeted directly to me. And if my phone is hearing my TV talk about things, like that's just like a, a cookie level that I'm not down well, with. That, is that a matter of your phone couldn't differentiate that that was a conversation happening on the television and not in person? You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's regardless, it's creepy. Well, we've gotten to a place as a society that we kind of just accept it as commonplace knowledge that our phones do listen and then we do get targeted ads based on the conversations that we have, right? Yeah. It's like everyone like, knows that. Yeah, it's like an accepted phenomenon i feel oh what was the thing with that tiktok and the reese's candy he was filming himself eating like a reese's candy and he was talking about it and while he was filming a commercial came on the tv like peanut butter cups what the fuck are they called peanut butter cups (laughs) (laughs) a commercial came on for the reese's peanut butter cups and the commercial in it like said oh if this commercial just came on it means your devices are listening Oh, that's bizarre. Like, they thought it would be cheeky and funny and cute to, like, call themselves out on it. For the targeted advertising, but it did line oh, up. Oh, people freaked out. People that's were really so unhappy funny. with it. Like, we know it happens, but we also don't want to admit that it happens. There, yeah, there's a cognitive dissonance there. We've accepted this as, like, a convenience, but when you dig into it, it's kind of, like, Black mirror E. I mean, no one ever reads the terms and conditions. Well, that's the thing. Okay, don't get me started on this. But it's like on all the websites, in order to like read an article or shop on a website or use these websites, they're making you accept these cookies now. That's like a newer thing, right? That's that I think stemmed from a European practice because in America, there was no liability or requirement for websites to say do you accept these cookies or that there are cookies press yes to accept and move on. Like they didn't have to tell you. So they were just collecting cookies just on their own. And then I think a European law passed or there was a European practice where the websites have to let you know that they're collecting cookies and you have to press okay to continue. Mm -hmm. And somehow that came over here and everyone's like, why are all the websites collecting cookies on me? And like, no, they've always been collecting cookies on you, just now you're aware of it. But if we're being honest, the responsibility to opt in or out or like what we want collected and what we don't shouldn't be on us. It needs to be like on those who are collecting it, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So in some ways people are like, yeah, this gives us 
this power back, but really how many of us just click okay and don't even think about it like that. It's not helpful in that way. Right. Even on the websites, they try to be like cheeky and funny about it. Like, oh, cookies. Mm, That sounds tasty. Please accept our cookies, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like this past week, I was talking to a friend and we were talking about like camouflage and we were talking about streetwear and we were talking about photography. And then literally hours later on Instagram, I get a targeted ad for like a camouflage camera bag. I literally screenshot and sent it to him like, thanks for, Yeah. now I'm under targeted attack. Yeah, but. this is something that happens. This is something that we've all experienced where you could be having a conversation about something with a friend and then you get targeted and you'll like send your friend the screenshot and be like, oh, they were listening. Ha ha. Yeah, I know. But I don't think there's going back. Pandora's box is open. Like you can't put it all back in yeah. the box. Too many businesses have like built their models off of being able to analyze this data. And I think even getting rid of it is... I I don't know. I just feel like there's no going back. I don't hate some of it. Like if I put something in a shopping cart online and then come back like two weeks later and it's still in the shopping cart, like I'm not so mad at that. Yeah. I'm not saying like the YouTube recommended, like a personalized YouTube home screen with recommended videos, I'm all for. Well, that's like I tend not to watch as much YouTube on my phone or on the TV as I do on my computer because in my computer I'm logged in and I like my explore page so much better. But for some reason I don't feel like that's an invasion of privacy. Well because even with targeted ads like I don't want to be getting ads for baby products if I don't have a baby. Right. Like we've become really accustomed to these personally tailored experiences online that when something is off. You know what it's like it's like when we turn on when we turn on the TV and it signs us out of the YouTube mm-hmm. or like if you go on a YouTube, like you go to YouTube.com and no one signed in, you're like, what the fuck is all I this shit? I hate it there. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that it's place. Like, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with it, but it's very unsettling. Yeah. Because even like thumbnails look wonky and I hate looking at them. Yeah. There's something about the tailored online experience that I'm not mad at. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Speaking of online shopping though, have you ever heard of singles day? Singles Day? Yeah, Singles Day. Like the opposite of Valentine's Day? It is the opposite of... It's like the anti-Valentine's Day. But I thought there was like a a movement for... I guess, is that Singles Day? Well, I don't know what you're referring to. I'm referring to on Valentine's Day, the people who are single, like don't they... Or like Galentine's Day? Like they just watch The Bachelorette or some shit? Right. So I think you're thinking of like Galentine's, which is supposedly... February 13th so like the night before Valentine's is supposed to be like all the single girls get together and like celebrate their womanhood or whatever but that's not enough we need a singles day singles day. well no because singles day didn't start here Galentine's I want to say started from I think Parks and Rec they did like a Galentine's and then that became a thing so it's more of like a newer thing and it definitely originated here but singles day I mean it's from China what do you mean it's from China like it started in China really yeah, where it's, it takes place on November 11th, so it's 11-11, all those little ones hanging out. Oh my God, so out. funny. <laughs> and it became super popularized because Alibaba started doing like huge discounts and sales as a day of like, oh, like you're single, treat yourself sort of thing. Do they only give sales to people who are single? No, it's just on that day, 11-11. Oh, okay. But now, I mean... Had you ever heard of Singles Day before this year? No. How did you hear about it? Singles Day? Yeah. You, just now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I heard about it. 20 seconds ago. (laughs) I heard about it for the first time because I started getting emails for Singles Day sales, 
which I've never seen before. From Alibaba? No, from everyone. Oh. I started getting marketing emails that were like, oh, Singles Day sale. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. Isn't November 11th Veterans Day? It was this year, but is it every year? I think it's 11-11 because on 11-11, they ended World War One. Oh my God. Wait, Jared, this is, I mean, I, I'm embarrassed that I didn't know that Veterans Day is a set date. You know, I thought it's like Thanksgiving or Memorial Day that it's no, like it's certain be- day yeah, of the it's week. because on eleven eleven they ended the First World War, but that's why eleven eleven is Veterans Day. Oh yeah, November eleventh, the day World War One ended in nineteen eighteen. Don't say we never taught you anything on this podcast. <laughs> well, I think I think most people know that. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't know. It's Singles Day. Well, now it's going to be Singles Day, which actually makes it very interesting that... Sorry, it's so sad. No, but it's interesting that like we in the States already have a holiday on that day, but now watch like all the companies and brands and even like Hallmark and the card companies and whatever, like they're going to push Singles Day. Yeah. It's... Where like Veterans Day is not a shopping holiday necessarily. It's not a, a day that you buy people presents or give cards or send flowers. Well, it's a day the veterans go out shopping a lot because they get sales. Oh, I see what you're saying. There's like military discounts. Yes, but arguably there's many more single people in the world than there are veterans. So, But also you don't have to be single to use a discount code or like take advantage of a sale. Oh, right. Because it's not only day. applied for single. Ah, yeah, right. Yeah. But it, like that's very interesting to see over the next several years if if they're like. Yeah. How sad that they had to put singles day on veterans day but also specifically like this year this is a holiday season where fulfillment on orders is going to be a very big deal because of all the supply chain issues and yet at the same time the marketing emails that i've been getting are like the most aggressive i've seen yet you know of like black friday like everyone's talking about black friday like literally november 1st like please calm down well they want everybody to get their orders in already because they know it's going to take two months for... Ah, interesting. You're saying they're starting early because they know it's going to take longer. Right. And if they don't start early enough, no one's going to buy in time. Like, they're going to miss their window for sales. But I feel like, if anything, let's like kind of just have like a quiet, mindful holiday season. No, people are <laughs> done with that. We are on to the roaring 20s. <laughs> no, but like if, if they're saying, oh, you're not going to be able to get a turkey this year and oh, you're not going to be able to get your Christmas gifts this year, Hanukkah gifts, whatever it is, like, okay, could we maybe be pushing, supporting small businesses no, or no. service-based businesses? No, people are done with that. People are done after almost two, what is it, two years of COVID. They, they survived a quarantine. They survived a little recession. They are done. <laughs> people will go out and kill their own turkeys and people go out and build their own toys and people go in rowboats and pick up their orders from the container ships outside of Long Beach. People are so done with quiet and mindful and low-key and taking a break. Mm -hmm. So it's not a matter of let's support small local business. Let's just order everything on Amazon. Yeah, I think Even Amazon, the fucking king of fulfillment is having fulfillment issues. Have you tried to order anything on Amazon lately? Um, No. No, that's a lie. I ordered garbage bags, but they came the next day. They did come the next day because I feel like I needed a spray bottle for our little plants to water them. And it was like a Monday and they said they couldn't get it to me till Friday. And I looked at several listings and like nothing would come before Friday. Mm -hmm. Hey, remember when there was that coin shortage? (laughs) The what? (laughs) Just 
thinking of like systems that are falling apart and feeling like the world is ending. Do you remember those few weeks when there was like a coin shortage? No, when was this? It's been ongoing. There is a coin shortage in the United States. I had no idea. I remember for a hot minute they were going to get rid of the penny. Oh, really? I'm not an economist. I'm pretty sure that I actually paid someone to take my econ final. But like, why can't we just get rid of pennies? Like, what what, are we using them for anything? Well, I feel like you can't have things in one cent increments unless you have a one cent. Yeah, but there would be no one cent if we got rid of it. That's what I'm saying. I think we're going to have to cut this because what the fuck? You can't have something cost 21 cents if you don't right, have a one cent. Right, but it wouldn't cost 21 cents. What would? Nothing would because we don't have pennies anymore. So so everything would have to be in five cent increments? Because yeah, you only so? Have an, okay, that's, that's what I'm trying to say is that <laughs> is that if you get rid of the penny, then the currency has to go in five cent increments instead of one cent increments. Right, so all the times that they're like, oh, 49.99, it couldn't be... Right, it would have to be a 95 cent or a dollar. Could we just get rid of all coins? I'll be honest, if I pay for some... No, listen, hear me out. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. When you pay for something in cash and they like hand you coins, it like when you hold that in your hand, it feels like foreign currency. It does not feel like foreign currency. <laughs> However, on the same topic, when we do travel out of the country, it doesn't matter what the exchange rate is in whatever currency it is, we automatically assume that if it's in coin form, it's like throwaway pocket change. Yes. When in reality, like... You could have like a $10 coin. But you look at it, you're like, oh, stupid coin, and you put it in a little cup. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> the cup. <laughs> Listener, do you have a coin cup? Like a Everyone little, has a coin cup. <laughs> a little plastic cup with coins. But that's what I'm saying. It's like if you travel and you come back and you have all these like little coins from another country and you like hold on to them in case you travel there again one day. I literally have a Ziploc bag of That's of, what of I was Aguro. getting at. You like, put what am it I? in like a little Ziploc yeah. and you keep it and you hang on to it. I feel like I do the same with our coins, with American coins. Like if someone hands me coins, I'm like what do you want me to do with these? Like then I take it home and put it in a Ziploc. Like I don't carry that shit around. Yeah. See, we just got a message from my sister in the family chat. Are we doing a family secret Santa this year? No, there's no gift. That's funny. I was about to respond. Supply chain. Supply chain issues. No. If you're in my family, what you're getting from me this holiday season is like a scratcher. Like the scratchers that you buy from 7-Eleven or the gas station. Like maybe you'll win some money. Probably not. But like that's a fun little activity for us to do. Listener Jeremy really did just write in our family chat. He wrote supply chain. (laughs) Anyway, even though it does feel like... All of our systems are falling apart and the world is coming to an end. The world cannot come to an end because I have a new life goal. And I shared this epiphany with you already, Jared, that I have a new goal to become a centenarian, which means that I live into my hundreds. I think for that, you need to move to a tiny island off the coast of Italy and only drink wine, eat fish, and walk. Are there centenarians in Los Angeles? Like, does anyone live into their hundreds living in LA? Is that no possible? No way. I think I think the I I think the lifespan for someone who lives in LA is like seventy something. Mm-hmm. But you can look it up. Like, I think what is their blue zones or whatever they're called? Okay, let's see. Blue zones. That's where I people think, live long. Yeah, I think the blue zones are what the regions where people live to the highest. Ah, blue zones live longer, better. Mm-hmm. This is an article about blue zones on healthline.com. 
Okay, blue zone is a non-scientific term given to geographic regions that are home to some of the world's oldest people. Here are the five known blue zones. You ready? One is Ikaria in Greece. It's like a Mediterranean island. Yeah, that, that tracks. Um, Sardinia, Italy. That's like mountainous regions famous for their red wine, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Okinawa, Japan. So that's more islands. Oh, interesting. Yes. Nothing. It just says that women seem to live very long there. The Nicoya Peninsula in Costa Rica. It says that the people in this area perform physical jobs into old age. Hmm. Keeps them young. And then this one, the fifth one is in California, believe it or not. It says the Seventh-day Adventists in Loma Linda, California. Seventh-day Adventists? What does that mean? Well, Seventh-day Adventists are are a religious sect. Maybe they're and just saying in Loma Linda. So it's saying that they live very long? Huh. Like, what the fuck's going on in Loma Linda? That's so great. Loma Linda. Okay, so this is very interesting to me that people of this religion tend to live long lives. They observe the Sabbath, so they take a day off of secular work. Um, the religion advocates vegetarianism. They practice some of the laws of kosher, which means that they abstain from pork, shellfish, and other animals that are described as unclean. They discourage the consumption of alcoholic beverages. They discourage alcoholic beverages? It's interesting that, that that's one of the factors because I would say one of the beneficial factors of Sardinia or off the coast of Greece or any one of these places are the fact that they drink a moderate amount of alcohol. Oh, interesting that you would say that, let's say some wine could lower your blood pressure and stress hormones and that sort of thing. Right. Like I would, I would attribute at least part of the longevity to drinking red wine and having fresh fish. And so like the fact that they don't drink alcohol and are vegetarians is interesting to me. Okay. This goes on to say that some of the diet and lifestyle factors that are common between all the blue zones are, you know, the things that you could guess, eating whole foods, legumes, nuts, physical activity. So people walking, going up and down stairs, performing physical labor, raising cattle and farm animals and like that sort of thing. Keeps them young. This also goes on to say, talk about the people that live the longest have like religious or spiritual meaning in their lives or religious communities, tight knit communities. Hmm. This also says that in these areas, older and younger people live together. In many blue zones, grandparents often live with their families. So instead of like here in the West where like old people kind of congregate amongst themselves, like whether that's like in assisted living or something of that nature, here they're like living in the household with, you know, kids and young people around. Instead of shipping them off on a iceberg. It says studies have shown that grandparents who look after their grandchildren have a lower risk of death which is like a weird way of wording that, but okay, we'll run with it. (laughs) You know, diet, exercise, sense of community, being around young people, which I think also could give elderly people more of a sense of inclusion and purpose. Right. Low pollution levels. That was a good tangent, Jared. Coastline. Blue zones. I learned something new today. See, don't say that what's bugging us isn't educational. What's bugging us? That we don't know enough. What's, (laughs) What's bugging us that we haven't learned enough today? I think I've learned enough today. So thank you, listener, so much for hanging out with us, letting us keep you company while you do other shit, because as we always like to say, that's what podcasts are for. Jeremy, are you okay? Yeah, there was a hair on my microphone. Is it my hair? It was just dust. 
And we will see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next Tuesday. Bye.